right, and welcome back to a brand new episode of Rebel with a Cause. I'm your host, Eric, and joining me this evening, the great, the wonderful Alan Mosley. How's it going, buddy? I'm doing good. How are you doing? Oh, I'm doing fantabulous. Got my uh, Yeti cup filled with uh, scotch and soda, so I don't have to go back for a refill or two. All right. I've got I've got Deer Park water that's got some of that cherry Kool-Aid squirt flavoring stuff in it. Oh, there you go. Because that's, that's all I've been drinking for like... Uh, at least four months now it's just water pretty much well you know that's the really the only thing that human beings have been drinking for millions of years why stop now so well i mean what i was drinking for about 35 years was sundrop and pepsi uh <laughs> and then just in the last year i realized that i want to live till i'm 40 yeah, <laughs> so, at, so at i least. should drink some water yeah so 39 and a half you know it's like oh damn it the pepsi got me I know that that might be a, a localization that that identifies us a little bit. For for those of you in other parts of the country that don't know what Sundrop is, just understand that if you take Sundrop and you water it down like ninety nine percent, then it's Mountain Dew. Yeah. There you go. I think I've had Sundrop before. I think yeah, that's only fun. in uh, Tennessee, right? It. I I have started to see it uh, in more places, but when I was younger, it was more a Tennessee yeah. thing. Yeah, that's like. Uh, it was like when I was living out in Nevada, they had this one particular flavor and it was called Nevada red. It was basically just big red, but they had to give it like, you know, Nevada's own stank on it. Yeah, exactly. They had to own it. <laughs> it was like one of those things. It was like a gas station where you could buy an empty two liter bottle, fill up the two liter and take it home <laughs> for like 50 cents. That was, yeah. Cause that, cause at the top of the food pyramid is two liter <laughs> bottles of soda. Right. Yeah. Oh, man. I remember that gas station like it was yesterday. You know, that was back in the 80s when your mom could send you to the gas station with a note to go buy cigarettes for, you know. <laughs> yeah, nowadays you uh, you basically can't. Well, more now you can. Now you can go into the gas station. The last time I traveled, which it's been a while since I last traveled, but the last time I traveled, I only had one incident where I went into a gas station and and people were walking around wearing masks and stuff. Uh, and I, I never, I never did. I literally never uh, put on a mask in the entire fourteen or sixteen months, however long it was. And yeah. I, and I'm not like I'm not bragging and calling other people losers. I'm just saying that was that was a place where I drew a line. I said I wouldn't do it. Arrest me. Yeah, um, it's like let's let's take it to see how far you're going to go with it. Yeah, and and it was one of the rare situations where it's it was never in my experience. It was never the people behind the counter. And I, and I know other people, this is just yeah. an anecdote, right? But yeah. it was never the people behind the counter. It was never the manager on duty. It was always other people. Yeah. It was always other people being Karens that caused the scenes, not, yeah. not the proprietors. And so I just ignore them and pay for my drink and, you know, walk out. Yeah. And did they ever catch COVID? Probably not. <laughs> Pro probably not or they or they did and never even realized it because it right. happened like in january you know, cause, and yeah because their immune system actually worked and they they never yeah. exhibited any symptoms <laughs> yeah exactly i i actually read somewhere just the other day that was uh some headline it was your typical fear-mongering headline of masks are off and flu and colds are back in and i was like well so first of all so <laughs> flu and colds do exist that is right. a thing that happens on planet earth so yeah the coronavirus happens to be one of those that causes yeah. the cold so uh and 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 so for one that's not news as far as i'm concerned and right. and two so you you basically had people destroying their own immune systems for like 14 months and then they yep. hit you cold imagine my surprise 
Yeah, I, I I wore it at the office, and that was only because my boss was just being a gigantic dickhead about it. But uh, everywhere else, I, I just never wore it. And uh, I would just walk into places and was like, sir, would you need a mask? I was like, no, thanks. I'm exempt. You know, just walk right, rock, rock, you know, just continue walking on and just like, just pay them no mind. The only place that came close, Whole Foods nearly called the cops on me. That was kind of fun. The, the only place I ever was at for more than five minutes was an Olive Garden, believe it or not, of all random places. <laughs> I was I was visiting some friends. and we uh, were Well, we all know about the Olive Garden. <laughs> yeah. And uh, so we went to Olive Garden. And this was right as the, the mandates were still in place, but places were starting to have like, you know, 25% capacity and 50% capacity. It was in that yeah. kind of era. Just- Numbers being pulled out of their ass, you know? Yeah, exactly. And so it was a situation where they weren't busy. They were open tables. Um, uh, You know, imagine that they're not busy because no one's going out. Right. Um, And, and we showed up and there was a lady outside the door saying, Oh, you know, you know, you have to have master. You can't come in or we'll provide you one. And, and I just told them, okay, well, we're leaving then because we're not going to do that. Yeah. And they they walked back inside as if like, oh, well, they're done with us, right? And they actually came back outside 30 seconds later and said, okay, they said, it's fine. Just come on. But that's, <laughs> but that's okay, though, because I thought, but they want the money, though, right? Yeah, yeah. They want the money. Yeah. So I was like, take my money, give me breadsticks, and we'll both have improved our lives. And yeah, so, we'll be fine. But, so, so it worked out <laughs> in the end. It's just, But the... I mean, at least we could at least come together and have that negotiation, if you will, right. and and come to an agreement, as opposed to I know some people being a lot uglier about it. Oh yeah, yeah. Even at the at the Whole Foods, I got all the way to the checkout, and the girl was like, "Oh, I can't check you out because because you don't have a mask on." I was like, "Okay, well, let's go get the manager then." You know, <laughs> you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna play the role of Karen real quick. So I was talking to the manager and he was like, yeah, you've, you've got to wear a mask or a face shield. And he was like, no, I'm exempt. Uh, I don't have to do that. And he was like, nobody's exempt. And I was like, well, except for the governor's order in section three outlines exemptions. You can uh, go take a look at that. So he goes and runs and get, gets a copy of the uh, the John Bell Edwards order. And, you know, sure enough, he, get, he flips to section three and he sees exemptions. And that whole section in his copy is highlighted, which means he looked at it and thought it was uh-huh. important enough to highlight it. Yeah, somebody <laughs> did. Yeah. Yeah. And he was like, Oh, I was like, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. Well, I know that, uh, what's his name? I don't know how we got to talking about mass and stuff, by the way. I like, (laughs) I, 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 I put a moratorium on that on, on, on it's too late. Like six Uh, months ago, I said, we're never going to talk about COVID ever again. Um, but I, I, I saw, I know I saw Massey talking about it not too long ago where he was, he was, you know, like he was flying somewhere. And of course, you know, the airlines, yeah, yeah, one of the most controlled places. And they had up a sign that said federal law says X, Y, and Z. And he said, I know that that's factually incorrect because I know what federal laws are because I, wor- I work <laughs> on passing them. Right. And this was never written into law ever, ever, ever. This is, they are, this is, I mean, this is a bold faced lie that they have yeah. displayed here on this supposed federal property. There is no such federal law. So you should be taking this down. I mean, of course they didn't. Oh, no, uh, no, no. Because he's just a congressman. Nobody gives a shit what he thinks. <laughs> uh, but, but, but he's right though. He's like, I, I, I know for a fact there's not a, f- so, I mean, if you want to say this is your regulation, that's all well and good, but I'm just simply telling you, it's not a federal no, law. No. So get over yourself. Yeah. That's uh, kind of similar in uh, Texas when they did the, uh, well, you've got to have the, uh, the sign up for no guns allowed, but it has uh-huh. to be a very specific sign. The letters have to be a certain size and everything. And so these businesses were like printing out pieces of paper, which, 
is a change of pace since mostly everybody will just grab like a sheet of paper and a Sharpie pen. But yeah, uh, yeah they were like printing up these signs that just says no guns allowed. And people just walk in. It's like, didn't you see the sign? He goes, yeah, it's not legal. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We, yeah. I don't have to obey it. <laughs> well, you know, what's funny is that in, I, I, in certain situations, if the roles were reversed, I would say, I don't like people who, you yeah. know, they live their lives on technicalities and want to fight over everything. On the other hand, our political opponents do that. Yes. They would do that to us. They're the people who would send in the code inspectors. And if your fire extinguisher was two inches to the left, you'd, you're fined a thousand dollars. So right. why would we not do that to them? Yeah. Uh, Jack Spearco uh, has a great uh, saying for it. He calls it status jujitsu. Mm-hmm. Where, where you're just trying to figure out how how to get yourself out of that chokehold. Yeah, yeah. And it's exactly. like, yeah, there's nothing better that describes that. Where you just got to use their stupid little rules against them. And, uh, mm-hmm. and they definitely hate it when you do it too, so. Oh, of course, yeah. I mean, of course, I mean, but where, where you can tell that they're lizard people and not human beings is, is that human beings with enough of that enough of that thrown back and forth in each other's faces would realize this isn't like a way of dealing with each other moving forward. But the lizard people always double down. It's just double down, double down, double down. Yeah. Must for master. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Yeah. I think Tom Woods had it right. We owe uh, uh, David Icke a a huge round of uh, apologies. (laughs) It's like, yeah, they they may not be actual lizards, but they sure do fucking act like them, you know? Oh, yeah. I, yeah. A hundred percent. I mean, it's, you know, I like it, I, I, the only other group I sympathize with is um, like my fiance for a period of time because she uh, she was laid off for a period of time because of the lockdowns and then uh, got a different just just say, well, OK, if y'all are guys are going to close, I'll just quit and got a different job. And in the interim, she was working at um, uh, one of the um, like vagrant and I, I don't want to name the name of the company, but it's a, it's yeah. a place where if you want to go beyond beds and baths, you can do so. Right. Um, gotcha. And so that was a place they were open and they had like, you know, people had to stay, you know, like you can be in different sections of the store and here's the markers on the floor to stand. Oh, if you're checking, God. you know, they had all that stuff. But the thing is, is that no matter what they would do, the Karens would just constantly yell and screech at them that they weren't doing enough. Right, of course. And then vice versa, the people who aren't happy with the service then are screeching, why are you doing this? So, but I, so I mean, you can literally be at your register because you're just sitting there making $9 an hour to cash out people's hands yeah. up, right? And you have one person on your left saying, take this stuff off the floor, you commie. And you have people on your right saying, you didn't wipe down the, the counter fast enough, you anti-science goon. You're like, and you really yeah. just want to shoot both of them in the face <laughs> at some point. And so I sympathize with those people but I, at the same time, understand the role of shame and voicing complaint to the yeah. atmosphere, what role that plays on Earth. You get enough people to say, I don't want to put up with this anymore. But I also agree that it's, 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 it's the state and the mandates that's causing my problem, not the people. Yeah, The people yeah. are mad because of those things, so I'll be mad because of those things. And if we're all mad because of those things, then there might be some actionable move in the right direction, as opposed to everyone just say, well, we'll all, you know, get along to get along. I, I'm not a, you know, you might be surprised to know as, a, as an individualist and an anarchist, and all that, I, I don't often go with the whole let's all live, get along, get along thing. Yeah, it's, uh, it's kind of funny because uh, people in groups tend to act like a bunch of retards, and you definitely don't want to get along with them, so... <laughs> Yeah, yeah, the, the whole mob yeah, mentality exactly. is, in fact, a thing. 
yeah, that's, uh, you know, I've, I've never shied away from telling uh, some of our Twitter compatriots who th- say things like hashtag Liberty Unity, that that's actually the dumbest collectivist shit I've ever heard in my life. Yeah, Why I, do I, I want to, I, I just can't. I don't want to unify with people that I don't like. And, you know, I don't want to unify with people that I don't, I genuinely don't think believe in the principles I agree. I don't even want to, I don't even want to unify with like Steelers fans. So, <laughs> so I don't want to unify with anybody. So let's just, I'm, I'm not going to, I'm not going to do hashtags to try to drum up popular support. Yeah. I mean, I can maybe understand it a little bit if you're just willing to forego a, a whole bunch, but then now you're starting down the path of uh, compromising your principles and, yeah. and you're definitely compromising principles with people who would have you lined up against a wall and shot if they were ever given power enough to do it. So yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. I, I, I mean, I sympathize with that because that's, I'm one of them. <laughs> I, I tell people all the time, you guys don't want to, you don't, you guys don't want to as a big troll elect me because I would paint the wall red as far as the eye could see. I don't, I am not a pacifist, my friends. Yes. Yeah. I was like, well, I'm, I'm of the camp that uh, just the state's existence is, is a threat on my life. So correct. Yeah. Yes. You, you and I see very eye to eye then on that particular nuanced debate of NAP versus pacifism and, and what is and isn't aggression, I think. Right. Yeah. yeah, it's it's one of those things. I, anytime I've I've seen cops just like out there, just like trying to write tickets and everything, and you know, somebody's like, "Oh, you better slow down." I was like, "Why? They're the ones who suck." You know, <laughs> it's like I routinely do about five to ten miles over the speed limit, and I I do this because I'm moving with a purpose. You know, I don't want to be in traffic that long. So yeah, yeah. I, well, you know, I like the the whole argument of no such thing as a good cop and that sort of thing has already been argued ad nauseum although i do oh, yeah. believe that line by the way the the, the higgsian uh, perspective yeah, but you're all out there enforcing unjust immoral laws you all suck yeah exactly but i don't care that always, you're fun to have over for a barbecue you know there's always going to be those people who will say but my but my uncle's yeah. Yeah, fill in the blank family member. Yeah. Yeah. They're they're a cop and they're awesome and they would never do, you know, they would never throw a baby against the wall out of the incubator. And I'd always but but my response always is so first of all, the my line for you being bad is before that, first of all. Right. (laughs) You don't have to be you don't have to be a caricature of evil for me to think you're evil. But then also too, they're not doing that right now. Let's see what they're doing what they do when their lieutenant says to do it. Yeah. 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 I've, I've had arguments with the, uh, with the good old boy rednecks around here in Louisiana about it. And I was like, Oh, well, you know, the, the, these good old boys never do that. And I was like, yeah, those good old boys maybe wouldn't do that. Uh, the good old boys that they're going to bring in from new Orleans might, because new Orleans don't give a shit about people who live around Baton Rouge. <laughs> and yeah, I, was like, I was about to say, I was about yeah. to say the good old bo- during Katrina, the good old boys already did it. It already yeah. happened. What are you talking <laughs> <Yeah>. about? <laughs> Yeah, I was like Katrina. I was like, yeah, you, you realize they shot people on a bridge to keep them in New Orleans, right? You know. So, yep. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and so you can say, well, well, that's never happened before. And I was like, well, you know, it happened in Soviet Russia. They would bring uh, hillbillies in from the mountains to go patrol the streets and the cities because who cares, you know? Yeah. And likewise, yeah. they would bring city people from the cities out to the uh, to the rural areas to to keep law and order that the conservatives love so much. So, well, it just it, it reminds me of like just Katrina is such a random example, but you know, they were going door to door doing gun confiscations and things during, during the martial law period there. And, you know, for one, obviously some people, when they're confronted with that sort of information, they just, they just blissful ignorance. It's like, Oh, that didn't happen. Turn it off. 
Yeah. Um, but it's like, no, I have a video here of a 60 year old grandma who was showing the copper 22 that she was using to keep mm-hmm. looters away from her house. And then they gang tackled her in her kitchen. You know? Yeah, exactly. And, but, but I mean, it's not, it's not just that it happened. It's <laughs> that it, it did happen. And oftentimes people believe these just these naive, like Hollywood ideas of, well, if they came door to door getting guns, they'd all get shot up. Well, no, they didn't get all shot up either, because even though even though, frankly, they should have if there was if 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 I had my way, they would have been getting shot at. The the fact of the matter is, is that most people want to live and they but most people also like you don't have to be a hardcore anarchist to know that the state only does one thing and that's escalation. Yeah. And when you and when you fire off a round saying "Don't come up my stairs," they're going to come back with like fifty guys. Yep. that's how they roll. Yeah, um, and then cop speak, they call that the force continuum. Yeah, exactly. So. That's that's how things are. So you're just you're you're not going to see like this this collective um, hoisting off of of the uh, the authorities when they come for confiscation or whatever. If you if you've reached that point, what like what's what's the old saying is that. Uh, way more often than not you can't find people's line in the sand because they don't really have one and and for most people they they draw that line so far back that if you've reached that point you've already missed the the train yeah you've already given so much ground yeah 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 so i i I did make one republican mad and uh he was like yeah yeah they'll never come get our guns i was like they took away your churches for a stupid cold and you let them do it Mm -hmm. That's how I yeah. know you'll give up your guns and you'll you'll cheer for it. And he was yep. like, no, 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 the Nancy Pelosi. I was like, Nancy Pelosi and Chuck Schumer aren't going to come to your door and collect your weapon, nor is a fat lesbian with purple hair and uh, rings coming out of her nose. That's not going to happen either. It's going to be the good old boy cop that you love so much. Yep. It, it reminds me there's this chapter in uh, Gulag Archipelago by Solzhenitsyn where he talks about how, you know, a lot of times – uh, they would come in the night to just drag somebody out of their apartment because yep. their number their number got called, so they're they're going to go get a fiver or a tenner, and yeah. um, and you would wonder like this is just so common practice. Why don't people just wait in the lobby in the middle of the night and when the car rolls up, just hack them all to death with hatchets? Yeah, and and the well, first well, answer is exact quote: "Oh, how we burned in the camps later." Yeah, well, we exactly. should have met them at the door with uh, hatchets. Yeah. Well, he he even he even gave the anecdote that he had heard from one person that every great now and then that would happen, but yeah. for one that never sparks some great revolution. It doesn't. No, work. That just means yeah. that one guy gets off. But in in their case, because of course you know Stalinist Russia was just you know the the pinnacle of human yeah. suffering, is that they didn't even do uh, force escalation. They actually would just move on to the next person because they just they they had so many political dissidents to to starve in jail that they would just move right. on to the next guy. And, and, and of course, as we sitting here in modern America would say, how, how could it be that even when given a taste of what opposition would look or taste like, why they wouldn't do more, why they wouldn't push back yeah. harder. And the answer is, it's just, there's, there is just this unnameable human. I, I mean, just survival instinct, I guess yeah. that people, if 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 they have anything to eat, if they're if your children can eat, and you can go to work today, you are not going to go start the boogaloo. You're just not. 
Yeah. If, if it got that bad, then we'll see. But until it gets that bad, you're not. And and if you do, you'll be going alone. And and if the lockdowns taught us anything, like my like my story earlier, that they don't have to send SWAT for you. Your next door neighbor will get you. Yeah. Yeah. And we saw that happen all throughout the what was it, 460 days of 15 days to flatten the yep. curve. Yeah. So. Yep. Yeah, you would just have neighbors just, you know, call them in. You know, I'm calling the cops. Mm-hmm. Why? Because you're out there, you know, playing on the playground with no masks on and you're touching everything. Yep, <laughs> yep, exactly. There's, if, you know, there's there's so many little battles that can be won between now and there. And, and one of the little battles can be won is living in a neighborhood or in a community where everyone has the the mutual it's kind of like you know you used to have the the neighborhood watch signs you know of this is a neighborhood watch or whatever you need to have a neighborhood watch for police where basically everyone in that neighborhood says unless like unless you are like pinned under a log or something and you need lassie to go get help just don't ever call the cops never ever 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 call the police oh yeah 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 uh we need kind of like the thing have you ever seen the movie uh the great escape you know, so they've yeah. got this whole network of uh, like little knocks and, uh, you know, clearing of throats whenever the mm-hmm. guards were nearby so that everyone would know, oh, hey, the, you know, the fuzz is right outside the door. We need to <laughs> yep. pack it up and make it look like we're not digging a tunnel underneath uh, the prison. So, yeah, yeah, so that, that's, yeah. A, that's a good, good, good definition of a mutual aid network right there. So, yeah, exactly. Our, our, uh, our episode of It's Too Late just this past week, um, I I wanted to I wanted to get a few things off my chest that were sort of tangentially related to some of the drama in the libertarian community lately, <laughs> without really talking about that because I just don't give a shit. Yeah, I, it's I, it's really hard to give a shit, and at the same time, yeah. I just want to eat popcorn and watch. So, <laughs> well, I I've told people a million times if I ever ran for like LP chair, my platform is abolish the LP. My good, if, good. If you yeah, elect me, company. I'll abolish the LP. Um, and so I don't care, but at the same time, I really just want, wanted more to say, well, if you don't care, then what do you have to offer instead? Right. And so I actually was talking about a little article that uh, Pear Bylan wrote. And, he, and for him, it was actually all the way back in 2005 in, in, the, in, in the ancient history that was just after the millennium. Yeah. And uh, he, it was based, even though it talked, it, it basically it was about the savior complex that a lot of libertarians have the same savior complex that you, yeah, you just right. know that you, you have the, the greatest consistent moral and logical uh, framework and principles known to man. And so you, you, you must spread liberty to others and you must create a free society. And that, so for one, that's just a good way for you to have an early grave really. Yeah. Uh, or, or be broke. Uh, and two, if if millions of people out there explicitly look you in the face and say, I don't want that, that's kind of the end of that for you, isn't it? Or it should yeah. be. Yeah. It really should. And human history should teach you that the vast majority of human beings out there don't want that mm-hmm. at all. No. Because no. it demands that you be responsible, not only mm-hmm. for yourself, but you know your immediate family. And uh, well, my- responsibility is tough, and nobody wants it tough. <laughs> Yeah. Well, my, my good friend, uh, Mike Meharry, always, he, he talks about people in the Liberty community uh, acting as if they're LEOs. Of course, he, he says that because people think of cops, but he's not saying law enforcement officers, they're Liberty enforcement officers. Yes. Uh, okay. and, and, just, and so that that's, that's kind of his tongue-in-cheek way of saying, no, I don't think, I don't think there's a political answer to this problem. Um, but then the, the, the final part of, of Pear Bylan's uh, article was really more shades of agorism and uh, yeah. 
get get your house in order. Take care of you. You taking care of yourself is number one. Even if like even if you have kids, your kids won't do well if you drop dead. So you take care of yep. yourself, number one, your friends and family, number two, then your community, number three. And, you know, what build those like like everyone had like black, you know, black market has the same kind of negative connotations as anarchy, you know, anarchy does. But yeah. or anarchism or what? Or no, I mean, it's just but, it's just a free but, market. That's it. Yeah. Build, build those networks. Trade with your friends and family. Trade That's with right. your friends, friends, friend. You know, do do those things. Hide your income. Not Of course, we're all we're only talking hypothetically for our yeah. friends at the IRS. Yeah. But, you know, do do for legal reasons. Your, these are all jokes. Yes, for legal reasons, these are all jokes. But uh, basically, his point was is that if if you effectively avoid the state in all the areas that you feel they would most oppress you, then are you really being oppressed? Right. And if the answer is if you can avoid the state in such a way that you're not really being oppressed in a in a true active sense, um, and then maybe over time you've starved the beast a little bit. That's probably the best you're going to do. And you also managed to do it without like casting a vote or pointing a gun at anybody and that sort of thing. Yeah. I've often said, you guys got to get out there and lead by example. And there's Mm -hmm. never going to be a political solution for this. And uh, so wasting your time, giving your money to a party, giving your time to a party, Mm -hmm. it's just, is not going to work the way that you think it's going to. Uh, Where could you better spend that money? Uh, well, I brought up this uh, example with uh, Jeremiah Harding the other night. I was like, the Democrat socialists down here in Baton Rouge uh, put together a thing where they went around and they were repairing people's taillights for their cars for free. And the reasoning behind this was it was one less police interaction that that person would have to have. Yes. <clears throat> And some of the Liberty Buddies all got pissed off. It was like, well, why are the Democrat socialists doing that? I was like, well, think of a better way for them to get out there and live the example. I was like, oh, well, yeah. maybe this uh, Democrat socialist isn't too bad because he came out there and fixed my taillight so I wouldn't get pulled over by a cop. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Well, you know, I I look at it from from a, another side of the same coin of – you know, when, when we did our rebranding and we started, it's too late as, as yeah. a really like genuine late night show thing, you know, we obviously still it's talk great a too. Lot of, also showing like the nuclear doomsday clock going past the, yes. past yeah. midnight. Yeah. That's funny. Yeah. It, I'm glad that you noticed that the clock stops past midnight. That's right. the whole thing of it's too late. Um, but the thing is, is that it's we obviously talk about the issues we talk about, and and I'm no different. Like even though we the show, I'm not. I'm still me. Like I haven't become a communist or anything. I'm right. still an anarchist, and so. But my idea was is that if instead of trying to preach to you and say, Eric, let me tell you what the libertarian position is on this. Maybe right. if I just tell you my position on this, but I but I'm a convincing host and i'm a successful person and but and me being an anarchist is just sort of like a side note on my profile yeah then maybe there's some value to that other than trying to tell people this is good and just because i am yeah so you lead them by example so that's what it's all about and if you can demonstrate that you know how to do your status jujitsu and you're getting around all that stuff and they Mm -hmm. can't keep you in that leg hold or the choke hold or anything and uh, yeah, so I mean that's all that's all it is. I mean your your friends, your family, your neighbors, and everything—they're all going to see that, and they're going to mm-hmm. say, "Oh, well, this guy's this guy's got the plan." I mean, he kind of looks like a doofus, but I mean he he's got he's got something going on over there. So, <laughs> well, is that I mean, I only say exact... that because I'm cursed with goofball face. So, no, I mean that's that's exactly. I mean that's one of the tragedies of a lot of the partisan 
um, you know, LP type stuff is that, so there's a lot of people who all claim to be libertarians who all want to be active (laughs) in the party who are, who are diametrically different and opposed individuals. So that's not a community. They, they have, they have no want to share community with one another. And and I say community, not just like, you know, in the neighborhood geographic sense, but in the philosophical, like you and I want to have community with one another because we're very like-minded people. Yeah. Um, they don't want to have community with one another. It's no. politics is a zero sum game. They want to win. Now it's all about power. And the moment yeah, people they, realize that that's, that that's yeah. the whole game. That, there's yeah. a reason why there's literally no difference between Democrats and Republicans. I mean, they're all going to talk about how they're going to spend the money that they get illegally yep. through force, fraud, and coercion. So, yep. No matter, no matter what party you choose to go into, if you go into party politics, you're playing a zero sum game. So right off the jump, if you're not playing to win, you're not you're not playing the game right. If you're going to play the game, you're not playing the game right. If you're not playing to win, right. Um, and two, you you may quickly find win or lose. You didn't actually build a community in the philosophical sense at all. You just cobbled together a coalition, right? That may or may not accomplish some type of goal, and may or may not do it violently or peacefully. But that's that's just not what we're about. We're about community. So that's yeah. It's not for me. That's that's by the way, that's probably the most polite, politically correct way I can put fuck all the LP people. <laughs> in, in a sense. Yeah, I mean, uh, there's no better example than this than Nevada legalizing or decriminalizing weed. You know, mm-hmm. they did that. Now you have dispensaries open in Las Vegas and the tax rate for them is astronomical. And so now mm-hmm. people are going back to their street dealer because he's yeah. not charging the taxes. So <laughs> Yeah, like well, they legalized the weed. No, look at this. It's like two hundred and forty percent. It was like, yeah, yeah, that's that's what happens when you build a coalition. You try to get a political solution to it. You're you're well, going you're going to get a political political solution that you're not going to like. Yeah, and it's so funny too that anyone would have even been remotely surprised by that outcome because we already had people running cigarettes like in the sixties yes. and seventies and eighties and nineties and even more recently than that in yeah. places like New York with high taxes. So I mean, like the precedent even for another smoked substance was crystal clear, and yet yeah. people act shocked and appalled when that happened. Yeah, I mean, even down here in Louisiana, they made a uh, uh, medical legal, and uh, mm-hmm. you know they only give out. I think it's like four licenses to grow. Yeah. You know, it's, and mm-hmm. they're all like buddy buddies with the, with the state reps and everything. So yeah, it's like, Oh yeah, we got this guy over here and he's got like one of the largest uh, sugarcane fields at yeah. anywhere in Southern Louisiana. Cause it, where you can grow sugarcane, you can grow weed. It's, it's really not that hard. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, I, like I remember um, back when, um, that back when that was first going down in Utah, of course, Utah, I mean, Mormon country, deep red. Yeah. You want to no talk one about thought, no, no one thought anything uh, was, yeah, no one thought anything was going to be legalized there, but they, they still managed to make move on marijuana, which is amazing. But they also had some of the same issues of, well, does the church sign off on this? Okay. If they do, yeah. how many licenses are we going to provide? Are those licenses are we going to allow people to have home grows of a certain size or are we going to do dispensaries only? If we're doing dispensaries only, these are of course only going to be people we approve of. So yes, there was a lot of uh, cronyism involved, Oh yeah, but I would, there always is, but I would, I would at least, I would at least playing devil's advocate say, uh, taking a little bit of the Scott Horton route on this, that yeah. if they moved the kind of like fix you, so your analogy, fixing this taillights, 
if if whatever they got passed means like one less kid gets their skull crushed in by a cop because he's smoking a joint, then okay. Yeah. Whatever. We'll go for it. Yeah, I, I'm I'm kind of of the same mind. I mean, it's the one less thing that the cop can bust you for. But then, the, the, knowing cops that the way they are down here in the south, it's like, it's like these these motherfuckers will look for any little tiny reason to escalate that. You know, you got pulled over because of your you know going a couple miles over the speed limit. Let me see what else you got going on in your car that I can now bust you for for a you know an arrest. Yeah. So. There was a there was a very popular story out of Tennessee some years back when when CBD was all the rage. Of course, CBD was legal and CBD yeah, was legal yeah. in Tennessee. Um, and there was a, a CBD store in Murfreesboro, which is where MTSU is. Yeah. Uh, so big college town, lots of people. Uh, and shout out to Murfreesboro. Yeah. Shout a few out times. to Murfreesboro. Nice, nice little town. <laughs> yeah. And uh, there was a CBD store, and they sold CBD gummies. And so the sheriff's department of the Murfreesboro Sheriff's Department uh, or Rutherford County Sheriff's Department rolled in, destroyed the place. They came in guns blazing, destroyed all the merchandise, drug people out of there over the broken glass, the whole works. Thank God nobody got killed. I mean, right. th- like if that were you or me, we'd be totally within our right to fight back. Of course, that just means we'd be dead. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so nobody got killed. You would have the right to. It would just be very stupid of you to do it. The, the – <laughs> It, it, it's it it has it's it's like there's a silver it's a bad story with a silver lining the silver lining is is that it was all legal and so they became a laughing stock of a sheriff's department and of course they were sued for a bajillion dollars and and the property yeah. owners got their money and all that stuff so that's all well and good but the problem was is that but the, but we live in a world where this armed authority figure is is that far out of step with with his own laws like i mean yes. i don't i don't really care what the state's laws are in a lot of in a lot of cases right. if it's unjust it's unjust but even by their own laws that they write he was wrong and he got he could have killed people they could have yeah. killed everybody in that building and then they would have said oops are bad and there would have been a lawsuit but there'd have been dead people and it just you yep. know and that was over CBD gummies. I mean, t- guys, Tennessee is not exactly leading the nation on on <laughs> on liberalism. So. Yeah, I was uh I was looking over one news story because uh, Delta Eight THC has been like all the rage, and mm-hmm. <clears throat> I, I've got a bottle of it. And I uh, took some of it one day for work, and about an hour into work, I realized I probably dosed myself a little bit too much. <clears throat> And so I'm sitting there like wide-eyed and I'm kind of freaking out a little bit. <laughs> and I was like, okay, all right, uh, this stuff is legal, but wow. <laughs> and now I'm like reading stories where they're looking at it and it's like, oh, yeah, yeah, we got to outlaw this now. I was like, oh, no, no, guys, just just legalize everything else. It's not that bad. It's that you're not gonna, Your head's not going to explode, you know. Yeah. At worst, well, it- you're going to be looking for a bag of pork rinds later. I mean, that's it. Like one of my biggest pet peeves is I is I despise the people who say most people are libertarians. They just don't know it yet. I'm like, no. So first of all, no, they're no, not, and you're no, an idiot. That 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 tells me you're not a libertarian. Yeah, you, that's you're just that naive. Maybe on uh, one issue that they that they like, yeah. they might be libertarian. But the, the rest of the stuff, it's all going to be status garbage. Yeah, exactly. But there, but you know, like it's it's a popular mental exercise to tell people. That, you know, like take the CBD gummies is that do you like you find some random boomer who says, well, they shouldn't have those. 
and, yeah. and you ask him point blank, do you think you like not not some goon you hire you? Do you think you should get to walk into that store and blow that guy's brains out because they want to have those gummies and you don't want to have them? Right. Now, it is true. You would like to think that that most people being human would say, oh, no, no, no. If that's what it's going to take, then no. no. But you know what, Eric? Actually, yeah. Actually, there are a lot of terrible, awful people out there that do genuinely because, I mean, that's that's part of the indoctrination from from birth on that. Yep. The state is good. The state is just. We we have these we have these branches of government. We have this constitution, and so whatever filters through that lens, that is what is that is the that's the social contract, right? That's what yeah. we've all agreed to, and, and those and we people live in the genuinely South. believe it. Yeah, and we live in the South, so we get the added benefit of uh, oh well, you know, if the government isn't just, then God wouldn't allow them to be in the government. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, so I, I knew that one would get you. <laughs> Well, you know, I, I've never made it any, I mean, I'm from Southern middle Tennessee. I'm from Columbia, Tennessee, which is known for two things. It's the home of president James K Polk. Uh, and it's a uh, mule and it's the mule capital of the world. So they have mule day parade every year. That's, nice. that's what you get out of Columbia, Tennessee and Columbia. Ten- and I've told people many times. Th- so first of all, I thank you for being such a fantastic interviewer. You <laughs> didn't ask me, how did you become a libertarian? Cause that's when right. I was hanging up. The nobody, cares. nobody cares. Yeah, nobody literally, cares. Literally. Nobody cares. Yeah. But I, I tell, you know, when I was a kid, I had a lot of older, my, my dad was a good bit older than my mom. So everyone on my dad's side of the family was, you know, my cousins were like in their forties and fifties when I was 10, you know? And, and so um, that older family still had a lot of that old South mentality. So like these were the hardcore Southern shoot the census man. If he comes up the driveway, don't talk the police. These were talking to nobody from the bank. Yeah. Yes. These were people who had a natural distrust of government in the state. And, and, and I wouldn't say that they're all walking around us, you know, they're not all reading Mises and Rothbard or anything, but they, but they have a default position of distrust and that's, and that's a start. That's good enough for a lot of things. Yeah. Um, That that's gone, man. Like, like I fast forward to 2021 and now I'm the adult that's in my mid thirties going on 40 years old and, and looking at like that, you know, a generation and a half has passed by since then, because a lot of those folks were older when I was very young. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's gone, dude. That 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 kind of tr- Southern anarchist tradition has completely left the building. And it's a yeah. damn shame. Yeah, I'm on the uh, the last legs of uh, Generation X. So I was born in 79. So uh, mm-hmm. our generation was a little bit more apathetic. It's like, yeah, I mean, they're not bothering us. So, I mean. Mm-hmm. What do I care? You know, type of thing. And so, yeah, trying to find that again is just like, yeah, let's, why are you, why are we trusting government on this? I mean, they lie about everything. <laughs> you know, yeah. why would you believe them on this? And uh, I've been having fun poking, poking fun at uh, everybody else. Uh, when they were talking about, you know, Bill Gates and, and everybody and, uh, and Donald Trump talking about this lockdown and everything, I was like, guys, mm-hmm. you, you realize Jeffrey Epstein's friends are telling you to do stuff. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And you would yeah. see their face like, um, I was like, yeah, yeah. Jeffrey Epstein's friends are telling you to do stuff. Yep. Why are yeah. you listening yeah. to them? Well, you know, and, and you also run into people that'll, that'll trot out the, the, the rosy colored glasses that, well, when I was what it da, 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 yeah, they yeah, didn't yeah. used to, you know, the, the, the press used to be fair and balanced. Walter Mondale was awesome. And, 
No. And, uh, and, you know, things, everyone always thinks things were better, you know, like technology yeah. may be better now, but, but society was better then. And, no, and I always respond actually. to them that, you know, how I know. So it, it's true that politicians are in, in the press are all terrible, but they were terrible then too. The only difference is, is that they actually respect you way less now. You know yeah. how I can tell you they respect you way less now? Brian they fucking Stelter. <laughs> yeah. The, the, the reason how you can tell that they have less respect for you now than ever is that they don't even feel the need to lie well. Yeah. It's, it's kind of like catching like a used car dealer. It's like, yeah, yeah well, we're going to put that undercoat on there and it's only going to cost you a hundred bucks. It's like, why, why are you like lying to me right now? You know, you're not going to yeah. do that for a hundred dollars. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. It's, I like I just shared something uh, just the other day. It was like a it was like a Yahoo News thing, which which I prefaced it with. I don't think you guys get your information from Yahoo News, but just in case you do, here's something <laughs> to look at. And it and it was your typical thing of an article from mid 2020 was saying, you know, hydroxychloroquine is is the devil. If you take that, you'll get AIDS. Right. And then and then there was one from like April of of this year saying, well, actually, it's you know, it's like yeah. a three times improvement on on survival or symptoms or whatever. And and the point and, and the and the point being was yeah. is that I I wasn't trying to just point out the hypocrisy because in my mind, like to me, I don't really care a lot about rage porn. Like we yeah. know they're hypocrites. That's old news. Yeah. For me, it was more, you know, that these people have an agenda there. There's a narrative here. Yeah. That should so tell you question, everything right there. So my question was, why did they post the second article at all? Yeah. And I, and I'm not even necessarily saying I have the answer. I'm just like posing that to the room of, well, why did they even bother having the second article then? Yep. I don't know. Yeah. A little bit crazy. And yeah. as much as I don't like Project Veritas, I mean, him like honey dicking that one guy into like <laughs> spilling the beans on everything with, yeah. with a Tinder date, you know, it was like, yeah. oh, well, yeah, we're just going to shift from this now that, uh, now that Biden's been elected and, you know, we're not so angry with Orange Man anymore because he's gone away. Uh, we're going to, you know, switch back to the climate crisis. And, you know, sure enough, the, that has all ramped up. Oh, uh, mm-hmm. everything's got to get new, uh, green energy and green new deals. <laughs> So yeah, it was like, well, ah, I, come on guys. I told a friend very recently that, you know, the, the same, the same experts and scientists who all signed on and said that, you know, COVID-19 is literally Ebola that you can get from a sneeze and we're all going to die. Right. Um, those, those are, those were the experts that said that. And we, and we yep. know, we know with each passing day, they were category. So they were either, they were either uh, innocently incorrect, which means I don't know why they're, consider the yeah, experts why, why do they still or, have jobs <laughs> or what it actually is is that the scientific community because a lot of people will say well why are you attacking the scientific community my answer is is that because they're abhorrent the scientific community yeah. is the same as the professors and the press and the politicians the scientific community is not the science they're the scientific community yeah. these are two uh, this is things. the same scientific community that took a payout from coca-cola mm-hmm. back in the 1950s to say that it was saturated fat that was uh, giving everybody heart attacks instead of sugar yes. so yes I, so the scientific community and, and also when you like, cause we're, we're people that believe in incentives, right? We, we believe in market influences and we believe in incentive structures. Yep. And when you look at 
like it's it's borderline impossible to be a practicing scientist in the United States and not either work for the government or be getting funded yeah. by the government. Yeah. And so when they're paying the paychecks, they're going to say what the state wants to hear or their study is going to go away. Right. And so the, the, the scientific community that all just knew everything there was to know about the coronavirus is the same scientific community that's supposedly in consensus about you know, climate change and global warming and all that stuff. The right. same as, as you pointed out with, with sugar and, and trans fats. Um, and so, and so again, it's not, it's, it's not that I'm trying to be anti-science. I'm just simply saying out loud, kind of like the, the, the Ron Paul anecdote about conspiracy theorists is that, well, yeah. I'm just simply acknowledging that these people work for people that we know to be liars, thieves, and murderers. So at a minimum, I'm going to take what they have to say with a grain of salt. Right. At a maximum, I'm going to say they're, they're objectively evil and should be resisted. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it's like, uh, no, I'm very much pro-science. I'm just waiting for it to happen, you know, because <laughs> yeah. so far I yeah. haven't seen it. All, all I've seen is uh, the revolving door of pharmaceutical companies into government and uh, back mm -hmm. out into the pharmaceutical company telling me that I need to take a experimental gene therapy Oh, I've, I've gotten tons of pushback on that. It was like, it's not, it's not gene therapy. I was like, except right here on page 19 of their filing to the government for the emergency use authorization. It says well, gene therapy right there, black and white. You can read it. Well, like I tell people all the time, like, look, if you want to, if you want to play the, I gotcha game and say, well, you're not an epidemiologist or a virologist. You don't know. And I'll <laughs> say, right. I'll I say, okay, yeah. <laughs> you're, you're right. So you're correct. I don't know anything about epidemiology, but, but I do know a little bit of something about, uh, contract law and tort and lawsuits and that in, in our free society that we would envision because a, a lot, unfortunately, a lot of people in our community don't, they conflate government and governance. There'll still be governance right. in an AnCamp society. There just won't be the Leviathan yeah. state that we know of. So we would absolutely want people who have been wronged, who had contractual obligations snapped, who hurt one another's business or whatever to be able to take to file yeah, suit. To well, the restored. fact that you can't file suit against the pharmaceutical companies, that's the end of the conversation. I don't care if you take the, take the vaccine and now you run like Usain Bolt. It's irrelevant to me. If you yeah. can't sue them for damages, that means yeah. they're evil, point blank. Yeah, I've, I've, I've tried to give them like the little analogies for them. I was like, now try to imagine Ford Motor Company knowingly selling a Ford Mustang that had really bad breaks. They knew it had bad breaks, but they didn't care because the government gave them liability from being sued. So like if yeah. you died in that wreck or you hurt somebody in that wreck, you could not sue the Ford Motor Company. Instead, you would have to go to a different court to maybe prove that maybe perhaps the brakes might have had something to do with your horrible car crash. What's beautiful about that is that that's what, that's what the leftist caricature of uh, unbridled capitalist companies do they yeah, think that if yeah. you just let if you that, let capitalism the biggest projection rain, of all time <laughs> yeah but but they actually do do that in the state right now not not hypothetically right. but literally and somehow that's not evaluated yeah yeah michael malice said it great it was like every argument you have against anarchy is just the status quo of what we have today so yes exactly it well, it, it also speaking of michael malice it made me think if you're talking about the scientific community or you're talking about the press or politicians or whatever is one of he, he talks a lot about the corporate press. But I really apply this to the scientific, quote unquote, experts as well, yeah. is that you, you will know that we're moving in the right direction when the average person views 
the scientific expert or the corporate press with the same amount of integrity as they view a tobacco executive. Yeah. They just understand that they have a job, they're promoting a thing, and that's it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And, and the whole Fauci thing, I've you know, been pointing it out since the whole thing began. Mm -hmm. uh, I was like, okay, when was he lying? Was he lying uh, at the very beginning where he said healthy people don't need to wear masks? Or was he lying mm -hmm. a few months later when he said they do? And I was like, and I'm just going to remind you that his drug, AZT, killed a whole bunch of homosexual men who had HIV and it gave them full-blown AIDS and they died. Thousands of mm -hmm. them. So why Not are you listening? HIV, but full-blown AIDS. Yeah. Yeah, they yeah. were HIV positive, and then they got <laughs> full-blown AIDS from his drug AZT. And uh, why are you listening to a blood-soaked monster again? It, you know, you just when you start putting it in those terms, it's like, well, that didn't happen. I was like, well, you know, I, I can't help that you can't go back in the Wayback Machine and look up a news article. <laughs> well, you know, like I said with, with the point about lawsuits is that the, the most damning thing about all of that as it pertains in, in our view, in the view of the, the anarchist, is you know that none of those people will ever suffer any consequences for their actions. The system no. is there. There's no amount of success or failure that they can enjoy in any sense of the, in any real sense of the word that is going to result in them suffering consequences for their actions because the system is designed for them to not. So something I used to say, I've gotten more and more saying lately is Leviathan's not interested in that. Yeah. You know, so, you know, if an LP person comes to me and says, we got, we all have to join this group or another because we all have to rally around this cause. I'll always say Levine is not interested in that. Yeah. And uh, if you need any proof of that, uh, George H.W. Bush it was walking around mm -hmm. well into his 90s after, you know, maybe being involved in the execution of uh, JFK in Dallas, Texas in 1963. So, yeah. Allegedly. 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 Oh man! I mean, everybody else knows where they were that day. He can't remember, except he made a phone call from Tyler, Texas, which is just outside Dallas. Anyways, who do you, whose brain do you think is more functional, JFK, John McCain, or Joe Biden? Oh, JFK. You know, and his. You know, it's got it's got to be JFK. <laughs> oh man! See, that's. This is this is how I can tell who are and aren't the real libertarians is that if you just if you can't enjoy a good John McCain died of a tumor joke, then I just right. don't have I don't want you in my community. You're not I don't want you in campus name. Yeah, that was like one of the greatest uh, little shit posts actually from one of the LP uh, uh, main accounts on Twitter. It was like uh, mm -hmm. John McCain's uh, brain tumor saved more lives than uh, Dr. Fauci did. And it was like they got ratioed on it. And I was like, oh, wow, that was actually kind of spicy. All right. More of this, please. Yeah. Well, yeah, they're completely right. I mean, it's, it's, well, you know, I, that's one of the things and it's, it's kind of been a, a theme of my show for a long time is I know that there's, there's those pearl clutches out there. Even, even people who agree with us on a lot of principle and philosophy are still just, yeah. So perhaps more socially conservative or whatever. Uh, you only going to think and, about the message. Yeah. You know, and whatever it is, you're, what it you're is, not appearing but, in a suit and a tie. Yeah. Hey, 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 Come on. Uh, Except for you. You, you actually yeah, do, exactly. do appear with a suit and a tie. Uh, yeah, I'll give people you with a late night show have to dress like a late night show. Host. And but, you tie your long hair in the back so that it's, you know, so it's non-offending. So. Well, okay. I didn't, I didn't do that this week, actually. So this, <laughs> so this week was just, an, uh, just pure heresy. But um, I don't even remember the point I was making now. We got, we got so sidetracked pure with, with the messaging. Heresy. I think it's, I, yeah. I think I think it's more just talking about the messaging thing is yeah. that 
like why what i i just i have a hard time respecting people even those that i may have a lot in common with that feel the need to be polite to mass murderers yeah why i feel no Did, need to show them any respect or reverence whatsoever yeah, they they have deserved no respect or trust from from you at all no. so why even give it to them like John McCain is, in in my opinion, quite literally one of the worst human beings who was on the planet at the time of his death. Yeah. So why – I'm going to make all – me making jokes is better than me going and stomping on his grave. Would you rather me go do that? Yeah. I mean I would take a whole bunch of pleasure going over there and just pissing all over it. <laughs> yeah. And maybe crop testing yeah. it with a whole bunch of farts, you know, but I'm just saying. Yeah, exactly. And see, this is this is exactly – these are the reason why I hate those types of people in the community the most is because they're the same type of people as the Democrats and Republicans. So, like the Democrats yeah. have rehabilitated George W.'s image yeah. because he was because he was Orange Man bad, so now they all love W. And and people on the Republican side, you know, if um, if if one of the liberal you know Scotus judges comes out and rules in favor of something that you know tony barrett would vote for them would say oh well i appreciate them for upholding their own. I appreciate a goddamn one of them what are you talking about right but so i so you know that they're lying like you know that they're just playing this 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 cute little yeah. public policy game and the fact that you that there's libertarians libertarians really carrying a lot of water there the fact that there's quote-unquote libertarians that want to even engage in the game tells me that they're not really a part of this community yeah yeah yeah, I'm not uh, trying to buy into the table. I'm not. I'm not at the table. Right. It's like every time I see the little political compass stuff, I was like, guys, I, I don't appear on it. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm not playing it. I, I'm not out down to the right or down to the left or just down or anything. I was like, I'm just not on it. Just leave me alone. Yeah. Exactly. So. I, yeah. And for I, those know, that think that those uh, judges are all conservative, they just upheld Obamacare. You know, seven to two. So. Yeah, yeah. In in back to back days, it was there was a unanimous ruling uh, to rule with a uh, a Catholic organization that didn't want to uh, give gay couples uh, adopted babies, right. and they ruled for them against the city of Philadelphia. Which is correct. We would believe that if you have a private organization or business, you should do whatever you yeah. want. But but then they also turned around. Because, because the state doesn't operate on principle. The state no, operates no, on whatever they feel no like doing that minute. <laughs> yeah, they, they, by, by its very definition, it's really only worried with its own subsistence. Everything else is secondary. Um, so the same people who ruled unanimously in a way that we might agree with then ruled nearly unanimously in a way we wouldn't agree with the very next day. And none of them even blinked when they yeah. were doing it. Yeah. Yeah. Except for the ones like licking their eye to get some moisture and that sort of thing. <laughs> yes. Uh, what's What's that uh, eyelid that, uh, you know, is pretty clear and it just kind of keeps like the dust out of there. And <laughs> I, I don't know this. I don't, I ask people questions like a cereal soup. I wasn't expecting like a deep <laughs> biological quiz. <laughs> Well, you know, I don't really want to get that close to the uh, to the Borg's face in order to see if it's got a second eyelid or not. So uh, exactly. <laughs> maybe we'll just leave it at that. <laughs> Amen. Okay, so uh, let's see. On the topic of uh, weird food stuff, uh, is a hot dog a sandwich? So a hot dog is a sandwich. For everyone who thinks otherwise, I'm I'm going to pull an Al Gore on your ass, and it's a hashtag inconvenient truth. 
a a hot dog in between pieces of bread is a sandwich in the same way another meat or condiment inside pieces of bread would be a sandwich right the same also applies to a piece of pizza that you have folded up in half that now becomes a sandwich uh (laughs) well if the if the piece of pizza is folded up is it is it sealed if it's sealed it's a calzone that's true that's true is it sealed by Um, the cheese and the sauce but if it's but it but that also would just mean it's a giant piece of ravioli as well. Mm, see so, now these yeah. are the things that people actually want to know about. Yeah, this is now we're getting around to it. This is why yeah. I'm the authority on these things. Yes. Yes. So uh, cereal is soup. We we definitely yeah, know that cereal is soup. That is yep. correct. That was our first one ever was hot dog. I, we asked a bunch of people the hot dog sandwich. We even asked Ron Paul if a hot dog was a sandwich. Um, and then the second one was is cereal soup, which it is. If you yes. have a bowl of cereal and with milk, the milk pop, is the broth. Pop tarts are raviolis. A pop tart is a ravioli. That is correct. On that same note, I guess calzone would also be a ravioli. Right? A calzone is also a giant piece of ravioli. That is. Yeah, correct. there we go. Do you, how many more of them do you know, Eric? Oh, let's see. Uh, ketchup is a smoothie. Ketchup. So yes, if you're going to take a fruit and grind it up into a drinkable paste and you're w- with a bunch of sugar added and you know, right. ketchup, like Heinz ketchup is a, just is tomato. Oh, yeah, it's, it's corn syrup central. So yeah. And, and if a tomato is a fruit, which we know it is. Yes. It's a berry. A it grows on a vine. It's a berry. Yep. It's a smoothie. Absolutely. It's a smoothie. I guess mm-hmm. by that uh, extension, mustard is also a smoothie. Um, well, no, yeah. mustard's made from a seed, right? So yeah, mustard. Yeah, mustard comes from mustard mm. seeds. So that's not. Oh no, 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 no! It's a seed butter. So well, I guess you could say. I guess you could say. Just say it's a spread. It's yes. a spread. Ketchup's it's a, not a spread, though. Ketchup no, no, is a smoothie. It's, not a, it's a smoothie. Yeah, it's definitely a fruit smoothie. All right. Mm-hmm. Uh, tartar sauce is of the devil. We know that. So it's. Uh... <laughs> I haven't done that one, so I'm not familiar with that one, but go ahead. <laughs> it's a, it just it only tastes good with a particular food, and that's shrimp, right? You, you wouldn't put tartar sauce on a French fry. It serves no other purpose than just having it with mm-hmm. shrimp. So tartar sauce is one of those things where no one would eat tartar sauce. Yeah, just by itself? And, no way. <laughs> yeah, and, and, and vice versa – Frankly, you would only eat tartar sauce with anything that was so awful that the tartar sauce tastes better than it. Yeah, yeah. This is and, and shrimp by itself is good, so I don't even know why you would even need it with the shrimp or a yeah. Fish. I don't eat shrimp with tartar sauce. I eat yeah. I eat shrimp with uh with and uh, cocktail with sauce it. is just like spicy ketchup. So I mean, yeah. <laughs> so it may very. It, I I don't exactly know how your cocktail sauce is made, but it might be a smoothie. We'll have to look into that. Yeah. The burning questions that everyone must know. Do you know any more of them? There's, there's only a few. You've almost got them all. You know what? I, I'm drawing a blank. I'm drawing a blank. Um, I, I had them all loaded up, ready to go, and now my brain is empty. Is grilled cheese a grilled cheese sandwich? Is a grilled cheese a melt? Yes. So and, I it's, actually, and it's not grilled unless you actually put it on a grill. So. so I actually looked this one up. There, believe it or not, there's actually a culinary answer for this. That's not just me being a dick shitter. Um, it actually, yeah. it's not a melt. A melt has to have another substance in it other than just bread, cheese, and mm. a spread. So, so a grilled so if you cheese, add bacon or a slice of ham, then it becomes a, a melt. It's a melt. Then it would be a grilled cheese melt with ham or bacon or whatever. If it's literally bread and butter and cheese, 
that is a that is a grilled cheese. It is not a melt. If it has other things in it, it becomes a melt. And technically, not even grilled. It's more like griddled, right? Yes, because we're not yes. taking the charcoals outside. And... Yep. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Although hats and... off to Elton Brown who actually did that on a video. He actually made a grilled cheese sandwich. He took it outside and put it on a grill. So sure, it was lovely. <laughs> oh, it was probably the best. Yeah, probably the best ever. Yeah, there we go. Is cheesecake a pie or a cake? Mm, you see, uh, most people would say a pie, and it's a custard, so it would be a custard pie. So this one's actually a trick question. <laughs> so a, a, a cheesecake can be a pie, but it's always a cake. It's always a cake, even though it's, it's a custard? All, it, it could be a pie, but it's always a cake. Because mm, it's, it's named a cake, right? Yeah, I'm not even going to explain that one. I'm just going to let that one breathe. Just let that one ruminate a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Which, which, by the way, on my birthday, it's a big hunk of cheesecake. I, I don't, I don't mess Ooh. around with no fucking chocolate cakes or anything like that. It's cheesecake. Mm -hmm. You know what's funny is there's only three things in the world that it's not. It's not even that I'm saying like they taste terrible. There's three things that for whatever reason they don't agree with me, and I'll just projectile vomit if I have them. One is Dr Pepper, with one or without is, peanuts. I guess without peanuts. Okay. Uh, two is uh, Sunny D, you know, that like really ugh, orange ugh. juice for kids. And three is cheesecake. Cheesecake? Can't, can't do it, huh? I can't eat cheesecake. I've uh, literally every single time I've ever tried cheesecake in my life because someone said, no, 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 Alan, you'll like this one. I threw up. And it's not like a lactose intolerance problem, right? So, I mean, you can like drink milk and otherwise eat yeah. other kinds of cheese. It's whatever. Yeah, I, I is have going cereal on soup all the time. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. All right. Well then, all right. yeah, that's a weird one. I don't I, know. I don't know, man. Just kind of sits too heavy and then all of a sudden you got to get rid of it. It's just how it is. Yeah. It's just like the LP. It sits too heavy and you just got to get rid of it. I think we arrived at the title of the episode right there. Just sits too heavy, man. <laughs> all right, Alan, that's a, that's a good place to drop it off. You uh, throwing up cheesecake. Uh, why don't you go ahead and drop all your plugs? So everything is slash Alan Mosley TV, A-L-A-N-M-O-S-L-E-Y TV. So Facebook, Odyssey, YouTube, Anchor, Twitter, they're all of those dot com slash Alan Mosley TV. That makes it easy. Easy to find. It, new episodes of It's Too Late premiere every Wednesday night at nine o'clock Eastern time. It just just last week we had some guy named Eric Haler on the show. Yeah, so yeah. I mean you could just go watch some that. dude. Some dude. <laughs> some guy some guy with a cap or a do-rag has has no respect for the late night trope I oh must this say. yeah this is a, a a fitted cap so oh okay yeah so it's not one of those little snapbacks or trucker hats no you you take the time you measure your dome and you go and order that size hat you measure you measure your head then you feel the shame of how large it is and then yes. you go and order your seven hat. and seven eighths it's not I quite do, i don't know enough to know that is a huge head. <laughs> well, you know what they say about people that have huge heads. Yes, I'm, I'm also have really huge hands and really big feet, and that just means I have to upsize my order of gloves and shoes. <laughs> you're, you're so lucky it's me here and not Sherry. Sherry would tear me apart, and I'm, yeah. and I'm glad that she only nearly tackled me at Childerberg. Like she pushed well, that, Patrick McFarlane out of the way to come up and give me a hug. So wow, 
That's um. She she didn't tell me that. Oh, she I didn't was, tell you I that was, part. I was lambasting <laughs> her because she was she was gone for two weeks to go do that, so I didn't have my sidekick, my stooge uh, person. Yes. So for two weeks, I had to invite people on the show, and when they were on, I would say, "Hey, while you're here, you're you're going to be the guest, but you're also going to be the stand-in stooge." Who, right. When I when I say something funny, you laugh. When I'm angry, I yell at you, and you just take it. That's your job. Here, you're, put on the know, put on the red wig. Uh, I yeah. need to set the mood. <laughs> exactly. So one week it was Dave and Mary from Liberty Late Night, and uh, yeah, there you go. Week it was uh, Suzanne Sherman. So oh. you actually you missed that by a week. So you got to have Sherry with you. Yes. Um, for your show, if you had been there a week earlier, you would have had to you you would have been new Sherry. I would have been new Sherry. Yep. Yeah. Uh, not quite as pretty. My my boobs aren't quite as big. So there's that. Yeah, I don't think she has quite as impressive of a beard, but uh, that's true. That's true. I'm trying to grow yeah. it back out again, so we'll we'll see how long it gets. Um, every every so often, I get uh, just annoyed with it, and I have to take the clippers to it. So, I've been thinking a lot about uh, chopping off this stuff back here. Um, oh, and uh, the the hair in the back. Yeah, I I don't know, man. Oh, it's, that's uh, that's gonna be a sad day. I mean, I think you'll literally cry. I mean, it's it's kind of well. What's funny thing is, is that it's sort of kind of become like my iconic look. But that's yeah. only because I've had it for the last four or five years, which is about the time I've been doing the show. Yeah. For most of my life, I had short hair. This mm. this is then the exception, not the rule. That just happens to be when you guys have seen me. Yeah. But I'm I'm probably going to keep it at least through October because I'm I'm on this big weight loss journey thing. I've already lost like forty pounds. I'm going to lose awesome. like another. I'm going to lose like another 20, 25 pounds. Then I'm going to have the long hair so that at Halloween, I have lots of tasty options. You know, yeah. you, you can't, you can't wear a wig and a bunch of makeup at Halloween. If you don't look like your character, you're just a fake. So I'm going That's to be, true. That's true. I'm going to be Jon Snow or the Witcher or something, something with long hair at Halloween. And then maybe after Halloween, it might be getting chopped off. I'm, th- I'm thinking you could probably pull off Jon Snow. Cause I mean, you already kind of look like Kit Harrington a little bit. So. Well, the, the problem is, is that when I first started growing my hair out, that was my thought is that, well, actually I had, I had started growing my hair out in the early days of when Game of Thrones was out. And I'm a huge Game of Thrones nerd, but I mean, like, I, like actual, <laughs> like the Song of Ice and Fire books. Yeah. And not so much the TV show. <laughs> not, well, I, the TV show was good for about four years. And yeah. Then and then drove, just precipitous yeah, it, downfall. <laughs> Boy, like it, it drove off a cliff and then that cliff turned into the chasm that Gandalf and the Balrog fell into and they fell for 10 days and nights. It was, I, like, I finished it only because I was like uh, sitting there watching like the last couple seasons. I was like, mm-hmm. it can't possibly get any worse. And then you well, see this. Boy. Yeah. And then you see the scenes. It was like that dude has his laptop cable right across his lap and nobody caught it. <laughs> yeah. Starbucks cup. Yeah. They have the Starbucks cup. Starbucks. Yeah. PA what's, what's walking crazy? around with uh, blue jeans in one of the scenes. And we're like, what is going on? I know that there were a lot of people, like, we, we can't go into this because we could do a whole hour just on, <laughs> yes, we just could. on Game of Thrones. I did this. I did a whole hour with, like, Brian Kaplan already with about <laughs> Game of Thrones. So I'm not going to do that again. All I'm going to say is, is that I know a lot of people committed to watching to the end because it's like you're, you're this far. You're this many It's years a train wreck, and you have it. to watch it. You just have to watch it. <laughs> and for the, for the book readers among us who know that, like, you know George R. R. Martin's going to die, right? And he's right. not going to finish the book. So it's like this might be the best you ever get type situation. But That's I true. will say this. The, the show was so like if i like a show there's a good chance i'll watch through it again 
more than once, maybe even just to right. kind of refresh as a refresher. It ended so poorly. I will never watch another episode of Game of Thrones ever again. And yeah, it also I, I feel the need me. never to go back and watch like the first couple of seasons. I, I yeah. can't do it. <laughs> yeah, you know how bad it ends. You can't watch it. Right. So, but it also soured me so much on just the whole material that I went from doing Jon Snow for Halloween to who else has long hair. Yeah, like I'm I'm that. I'm that upset. Like you're, you're, you're bringing back, like I'm having PTSD right now. Cause you, cause you're talking about, <laughs> well, this. let's see, you, you've already got like the long dark hair and you've got a suit. I guess all the thing you need is a bolo tie and then you can pull off John Travolta from uh, Pulp Fiction. I could do that. His hair was straight. I mean, not that I couldn't straighten my hair. Yeah, I, I mean, see, that's just had, product. A little bit of effort. Yeah. <laughs> I had thought, see, cause, cause Jon Snow had the curly dark hair and I have curly dark hair. So if right. I just want to do nothing, if I want to get out of the shower, I'd do Jon Snow. If I, but if I can't, if I can't stand to do Jon Snow, but I want to do something like medievally or, you know, whatever, yeah. then I thought about getting like that temporary white hair dye. And yeah. For Geralt like, of Rivia. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. But, yeah, there you go. but, but that one wouldn't work if you don't have the really vivid yellow contacts. And I don't think I could do those. Yeah. That, that might take a little bit to order those. You could yeah. do the Jon Snow from the books and have like purple eyes. And that way you can well, make he a distinction. He doesn't have purple eyes in the books. He has really dark eyes, which I actually have really dark oh, was eyes. I, was I getting getting that mixed up with another character that had purple eyes? Well, well, the the Targaryens in the books all have purple eyes. Oh, okay, that's what it was. He looks like a Stark, not a Targaryen. And gotcha. right now, there's people listening to this saying, "What the fuck just happened?" <laughs> it was doing so good, and then just like that show, dove off a cliff and well, didn't recover. You, so see, Daenerys, uh, Amelia Clark. Uh, never wore, she didn't want to wear contacts, so they didn't make the Targaryen's eyes purple in the show because she didn't want to wear contacts. And yet, in that Lame. very same show, Arya wore contacts when she was blind, when she was at the house of black and white. She right. had to wear contacts to make herself look blind. So people on that very show did the stuff that she, that Amelia Clark refused to do. And yeah. so that's why that's why her eyes weren't purple. And we didn't even think to do it in post, right? Just have the uh, computer track the eyeball and make it purple. Oh, couldn't even well, yeah, I mean, they only had $100 million to make the show, Eric. I mean, come yes. on. <laughs> what would Rebel with a Cause look like if, they, if you had a fraction of HBO money? I definitely wouldn't be doing this shit in my bedroom. That's for damn sure. <laughs> that might be true, but that's a trick question. The answer is it would look exactly like this, and I pocket the money. That's <laughs> the correct answer there'd be a new I truck in the all time, look you see this crap behind me like i'm i'm pretty proud of i've I, i've made all this like for people that don't know that blake was always just kind of my stooge and now sherry's my stooge i actually yeah. produced the whole show made all the music made all the bumpers made all the commercials uh make all the graphics made the made the set in the studio like i this i mean for one i'm not wealthy so this didn't cost a million dollars but i'm pretty proud of this yeah. if you told me you'd give me a million dollars to remake the show I could make it really amazing for like $5,000 more. And then I would just pocket the 995. <laughs> That's right. There'd be a new truck in the driveway for sure. Uh, that would definitely happen. <laughs> exactly. All right, man. Well, thanks for uh, playing along. We'll uh, catch you around the timeline. Okay. Appreciate it, buddy. Thank you. All right. See ya. All right. And there he goes, folks. Alan Mosley. It's too late. Hopefully getting back into the postcards from Somalia. You know, this, uh, the great show with him and uh, my, my good buddy, uh, Sherry Voluntary. 
you'll find all of his stuff down below in the show notes. And uh, while you're clicking on that, you can also head on over to the different ways that you can help this guy out. Uh, I got Patreon, Subscribestar, Float, Mines, all the different ways that you can get these episodes early. And uh, all that's going to set you back is just $1 per month. So not even a full cup of coffee. You can get these episodes a little bit earlier than uh, than their full release on usually Tuesday. Although sometimes, uh, you know, I get a little bit backed up and have to release an episode on uh, on Thursdays. Sorry. <laughs> but anyways, guys, I want you guys to have a great weekend. We'll come at you next time with a brand new episode of Ribble with a Cause. I'll see you later. I'm leaving now. <laughs>